to the Better Podcast. <laughs> All right, then. Hey, this is it. My name is Ash, and I am joined by two members of my firefighting family. We have Scott. Hey there. And we have Don. How's it going? It's going good for me. <laughs> it's going really hot. Balmy in here. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is balmy. Yeah. Getting some palm sweat going on. Yeah, it is. It is thick. <laughs> Setting records here. Late June for our area. We are... Uh, Canada's last known desert, I guess, down in our area, so it's, uh, it's pretty hot. It's not balmy, because balmy means pleasantly warm. Oh, this is not balmy. This is definitely not balmy. This is not pleasantly warm. (laughs) No. What is unpleasantly warm? (laughs) Swassy. Swassy? It could be that. Yep. Sweaty ass. Swassy. Have you ever heard swassy before? Probably. Hmm. No? Swass. Yeah. Sweats. It's like if you do if you do jujitsu on Tuesday on the mats outside in 46, 47 degree, you're gonna experience swass. Oh yeah, heavy yeah. swass from some yeah. other person. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess we don't really have any local news other than it's, uh, it's super hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we have had some training. We've had some calls lately. So why don't we dive into that? I think we were gonna talk about uh, maybe today's call first, actually. So, yeah. Why don't you guys chat about that? Because you, uh, <laughs> we were driving by. Had a pretty interesting by. response. <laughs> yeah. So this morning we were going to, for some reason, at forty-five degree weather. Todd decided <laughs> to lay some sod, <laughs> and I felt so bad for missing it last night. I'm like, I'll help you. Yeah. I didn't realize I was the only one helping you. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. Um, it went fairly fast. Oh yeah, it was fine. But as we're driving out to where we're getting the solid from, we're actually driving through our fire area, and we're just north of our fire area, and the pager goes off. And I'm looking at it, and Todd's like, oh, what do you got? <laughs> I said, ah, that's right, like, just behind us. And you, like, go, can we make it? I'm like, yep. <laughs> so we, well, because as the call came in, yeah. it's like, you know. The road. and <laughs> The road, then rollover, trapped. Tractor down an embankment, like, yeah. ropes, like ooh, yeah, well, all well, this sounds exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so we did a U-turn uh, in the town and then came back and uh, I guess we were third. <laughs> no, we were an apparatus. We were third vehicle there. Would have would have been. Yeah, we would have been yeah, second. Would have been didn't run out of traffic because yeah. we had no code three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it was interesting scene. Um, so a fellow was driving and. Um, Got his right on mower, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, got a little close to the edge of a of a river of, the, of our river actually, and flipped her. Um, what was that? I mean, the bank was maybe seven ten feet down. Yeah. Like it wasn't it wasn't yeah. crazy far, but it was super steep. Like it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I think to note, the call came in seventy feet. Yeah. Seven zero. So, yeah, I didn't really hear it. So, we were uh, the responding units. We were having quite the the conversation of like, what are we about to get ourselves mm-hmm. on scene for? Uh, you start thinking, um, you know, you're you're going down seventy feet. There's obviously a rollover. There's uh, entrapment. Uh, it's a it was a mower. So now. You're rolling. There's blades that are spinning, and this is all sounding terrible. So you're—I mean—you have many, many things that's going through your mind, especially when this is a 70-foot embankment tractor mower. I was thinking, I was picturing like, like a full-size cab. cab tractor or a farm mm-hmm. tractor with a mower, and then like this is going to be like heavy lift bags, auto X yeah. tools, you know, mm-hmm. entrapment, like the, the works. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then it quickly changed to, well, smaller tractor, but just mm-hmm. as deadly. He was, yeah, he was sure. pinned just enough uh, for quite some time. And um, extremely lucky he stopped rolling where he was because he was about yeah, a foot right, away from the yeah, water. Yeah, about a foot or two away from the water. Mm-hmm. I mean, head under the water. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it kind of turned into a weird, it was like a extrication water rescue. <laughs> yeah. And luckily, it's not swift water. Like, our river at mm-hmm. this point of the year uh, has slowed down quite a bit, especially right where we were. Uh, yeah, well, there was uh, almost like the... Because it was, a, it was ahead of the dam. Uh, there's actually a dam only. That's right. Went, uh, 200 feet down from there. Mm-hmm. 
So it was fairly slow moving because it was a. Yeah. Is that the head of the mouth? I would think so. Yeah. 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 Like where the water pools. Mm -hmm. the, uh, the, the upstream part of the dam. Yeah. So I'm sure there's probably a term for that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so it was, uh, you know, super slow moving. Uh, yeah, we, we put some Peter PFDs on, got in. Uh, a couple guys, uh, even though it's. We don't usually wear PFDs in turn, um, turnout pants. Um, in fairness to the guys, they didn't know they, could, they didn't know it was a water incident yeah, when, they, was, when they rolled because it uh -huh. didn't sound like a water incident. No. Um, so they were in their turnout pants. They uh -huh. you know they put PFD on turnout pants, but again, it was basically flat water. That's right. Pretty shallow. Um, me and another guy, we just went in with our shorts and our PFDs on, and yeah. <clears throat> and we went in. We were probably the ones in probably the deepest part. Mm -hmm. Waste, yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, because he yeah. had to be kind of pulled out onto the water in the basket, yeah, for the mm -hmm. yeah. So we ended up getting a winch, <clears throat> winching it up, um, pulling his leg free, slide him down the spine board onto the uh, basket stretcher, which was kind of sitting in the water, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, and on that, too, like the so the winch had to run from your rescue truck to a redirect, yeah, right, and then to, to anchor it from rolling because it was like literally still tensioning and, and teetering yeah. down mm -hmm. and the animal's tent was kind of had his hands on it holding it yeah. while the other people had a very thin little farm rope mm -hmm. um, tethered around their hitch That's right. to it so it needed a, a quick securing yeah. and then the old farm rope yeah, yeah. oh yeah farm rope <laughs> farm rope it's good you get yeah. lots of things mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah it worked, recovery, worked obviously it worked super well because it was um um, what would you say? Six inches? Maybe we needed a move to free him. Yeah, yeah. I think we did uh, probably initial six, and then we did a little bit more because uh, as he slid, his, then his leg got caught under the stairwell. I don't think you can yeah. see that from okay. where you were. Mm -hmm. No, I didn't. <clears throat> so that's why I called for another, you know, few inches up, and then we got him loose. Yeah. Yeah, slid him out, uh, spun around, and then we did like a like chain gang or whatever you want to call it up the up the s slope. A bunch of guys just handed off. Yeah, because it, like was, a bucket brigade. it was That's very right. easy. Like, when you hear slope, like, we think, you know, um, getting a rope system into place and all that kind of yeah. stuff. But we didn't mm -hmm. need that at all. Like, literally, the length of the bank was uh, the from the handoff was the length <laughs> of the basket structure. Yeah. It was just yeah. really awkward. Because me mm -hmm. and uh, Grant, who were in the water, were like, I'm, like, looking at him. He's like, I can't, like, move. Like, because we're slippery rocks. We're both kind of, like, just nope. holding Stay up. anchored. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. The yeah. water, Pass. it worked well. So we could yeah. we slid them onto the uh, onto the spine board, the spine board into the, into the basket. With your assistance, you kind of floated the, the basket and yeah. straight to the other people, and yeah. up we went. It's perfect. Yeah, it worked really well. Uh, EHS was backed right up to the scene. Uh, so it was really quick to get them uh, out of the basket, get a quick transfer over to the cot, uh, and they were able to load and go pretty pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, what, what, what could have been quote into what it was, um, I mean, lucky for the patient and lucky for us ended up being a bit of a, um, easier managed call for sure. Uh, so that was, that was really good, but you know, it was, uh, you know, one of those calls that you always are happy to have the hands on scene. I think that's uh, mm -hmm. really good because again, you only really needed a couple people down in the water. But, uh, you, you know, even though that bank was very short, it was nice to have the extra hands there to be yeah. able to toss, uh, um, just help pass the uh, basket up. Absolutely. Well, you, you think of, you need your, your manpower now in the water. Mm -hmm. You need the manpower to safely uh, pull him onto the basket stretcher where the other people are holding the yeah. holding yeah. It in place. Mm -hmm. Then you need the, the, the uh, support on the bank. You need your people running the the safety lines yeah. and safety and then you got stuff coming from the ambulance still equipment back and forth there's a, there's a lot of moving parts yeah because yeah, you have about 12 or 12 more people okay yeah yeah it didn't take long for uh everybody to kind of get into the show there and yeah. it was mm -hmm. uh very very quick like, it wasn't a lot of it wasn't a lot of work but when the hands needed to be there yeah you you needed them all so that, uh, that was really good, which actually um, kind of brought us to later on in the day, which we are recording a bit late because we just had a call today. Um, just north of town was a um, transformer yeah. burst. <laughs> so it's their oil filled burst, caught on fire, cr uh, started a brush fire underneath it, 
Um, and we were rolling everybody. Because A, you never know what you're going to get. And in this heat, you want to have hands there. Because people are going to, you know, tap out quicker than they norm, you know, than they usually would. So yeah, I got the truck mm-hmm. on tap out. Yeah, so, yeah this, is, this is it. I just had like a just like, shower. Just the poison ivy. Yeah, oh, wow. well, I didn't see the poison ivy until later. I'm like, ah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the guys were pulling the lines, and then it went, uh, one of our guys, Wade, lives over there, and then he's like, he's like, hey, uh, there's a lot of poison ivy in there. I'm like, all right. Because <laughs> it was like, they had already went, they had already yeah. ripped through the lines. I'm like, okay. <laughs> he's like, yeah, if it's burning, I, yeah, and I was kind of like, yeah, they got their SCBAs on, but mm-hmm. a quick knockdown, so that was good. Mm-hmm. And it was still like, I'd say that is the only lush green part of the valley. Yeah. Right now, it was crazy. We drove in there, and like the temperature, I mean, it was still hot, so it was now forty-four degrees, not fifty. <laughs> but uh, you could tell it was a little bit cooler temp. Uh, a little bit of moisture was down in the ground there. Uh, well, poison ivy holds that. Yeah, poison ivy holds that moisture really well. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, luckily it was still some green space there. Yeah. And again, it wouldn't have went anywhere because there was some some pretty big nat- you know natural guards on yeah. three sides. I would say, um, yeah, it would have been just big smoke. And probably yeah. had to close the highway. And mm-hmm. Yeah, probably lost a few. We would have lost the power lines for sure. Yeah, it was like really like great. Yeah, so mm-hmm. there would have been a lot of infrastructure damage. And, yeah, yeah. So lucky that was uh, green. <laughs> Yeah, so with the heat, I think, uh, mm-hmm. probably talk about that right now. Yeah, because with, with this temperature, like Ash was saying, that we're going to have to um, definitely be trading the um, mm-hmm. the crews in and out mm-hmm. and potentially be calling mutual aid more because uh, really, if we're going to be rolling, rolling guys, what were you saying? You were saying something about uh, 10 minutes? Or what were you? Yeah, well, with the current... Um the current heat index and then our low relative humidity and everything else like it was there i think the formula we were looking at the other day it was uh like 10 minutes of hard exertion uh it was recommended to have 40 minutes of rest (laughs) hydration (laughs) so 10 to 40 right we all know that that's yeah ideal but Mm -hmm. we're gonna we it's not realistic however it goes to show you like when you actually do the numbers um yeah, it's exhausting. Like our bodies mm-hmm. amount of sweat and exertion, and, mm-hmm. and you know we're not wired like that. And then we're we're wearing all the heavy turnouts for a lot of the stuff we're doing. For yeah. sure. Like picture yeah. working structure fire or car fires or whatever grass fires. Mm-hmm. Um, man, that's it's a lot. So we need yeah. everybody in charge of their own safety. Um, more pressure on you know the partnerships and the officers, safety officers, mm-hmm. and then command staff recognizing early. And hey, we need more people, not because it's necessarily a big event, but just because of the weather. Like yeah. this is this is extreme weather warnings we're under right now for heat, yeah. and for us anyway, for our area. And uh, yeah, we need to be prepared for that uh, rest and rehydration period. Uh, so ambulance on standbys, but our guys could be dropping. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the thing, like with with us being volunteer departments, you never know. Like you could have been out working your ass off in your yard planning. Yeah, I'm just. Gonna head inside and have a Gatorade and cool down. Nope. Mm. Now you're on a recovery. Yeah, on spikes yeah. for ten minutes and you're like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Mm. So everybody needs to remember that. that That's right. You, we don't know where everybody's personal limits are prior to that tone going off. So we got to really, really keep an eye on everyone. Yeah. yeah, it's almost like we already have like we're we're starting the game with limited manpower. Mm-hmm. Well, and it, that's what you have to look at it as it's like we're already limited manpower because the heat heat's limiting us on manpower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people are out enjoying the lakes, right? Like, yeah, like for us, like we have uh, like a lot of our members were out on the lakes today, right? right? And well, so they timing water is good to come. Yeah, so, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. The other thing is is just that ambulance on standby too. Like, might not fit our typical standby for us, but hey, mm-hmm. we might be needing it. Or at for least sure. have some proper trucks there with proper medical equipment for ourselves. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. What are we talking today? Because our, um, <clears throat> I don't know if it was every fire truck, but fire trucks are very sparse on the um, extras. Mm-hmm. So our, old, our oldest engine has no roll windows, like no power windows, power windows yeah. which is fine. But usually it's like, <clears throat> kind of mm-hmm. crank the thing and it's pain in the ass. Yeah, I don't know why those regulators are so terrible. 
the AC, like mm-hmm. we were sure. commenting, Four. I don't think the AC's ever works in mm-hmm. <laughs> as long as I've been here yeah. on that one truck. Like, or if it works, like literally it was blowing hot air today. Honestly, right. <laughs> we're trying to fiddle with the dial because it's like, because I think typically we're not in the truck very much. Like we're in there no. five mm-hmm. minutes to the scene, do our deal, come back out, windows are open, drive back. Yeah, five yeah. minutes. You're hot and back. sweaty anyway, so yeah. just having that wind yeah. from the highway blowing, you feel fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then if it's cold, you want that heat because it's like usually yeah. you pull your jacket off, you're like, oh, like, again, yeah, you're getting the chills, right? Mm-hmm. But this is we were like. Oh, and I guess a couple of our engine, you know, our newer trucks obviously have AC, mm-hmm. but um, the one we were on today did not. <laughs> yeah, I guess ours the, did, and it was nice. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, JP was talking about it. He's like, yeah, the two's got the uh, really nice AC. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and you guys were in the bush truck. So, yeah, yeah, and then the bush truck was really nice for uh, yeah. yeah, for the response today. And that's a good thing to remember, too, is that when we get on scene, you know, we want these windows up with that AC left on. Yeah. So we can use Keep it for that cap rehab, space right? for rehab, right? Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. the perk with the custom cabs is then you actually have a little bit of space for a rehab, mm-hmm. hot or cold. Yeah. Right? We yep. can take care of our own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're going into an ambulance and all your turnout gear. No, for sure. <laughs> I was driving to, I had to drive north the other day, and uh, I just pulled, or I just came up on a um, MVI uh, on the bypass in Penticton, and I saw there was a rescue truck from Penticton Fire there, and they had a awning. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's awesome. Yes. I'm like, man, that's, uh, you know, we talked about it with our new one, mm-hmm. and we weren't sure how it was going to work out. Um, and there was talk about having it on the same side of the ladder, and theirs was opposite of the drop, drop-down drop ladder. Hmm. So I'm like, ah, that's something that I could still add on at any time. Uh, yeah. And a really nice add-on, especially, like, engine-wise is, is one thing, but, you know, if you're doing long out on the highway... Like generally, if you're at a structure fire somewhere, I mean, if you're on a grass fire, maybe not. But if you're on a you know a structure fire, it's not sparse land. Like there's probably going to be some shade somewhere that you can go and rest at. But if you're out on the highway, the highway's hot, trucks are hot, everything's hot. Yeah. So, man, that's a nice, nice touch. Do you remember or no? Were you on when we did uh, the rescue truck committee here? For current rescue, your current rescue? Oh, I was on it. Oh, yeah, sorry, I wasn't on it. I remember. Because we, we talked a lot about trying to get a, an awning. We <coughs> ended up running out of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a possibility. Right. I, I can't remember. I think we were close to I think yeah. a lot of people wanted it. Because yeah. we had pop-up tents. We tapped out. But, you know, and then you yeah. had to be yeah. like, okay, someone climb up there, get the pop-up tents out, mm-hmm. get the tents out. Mm-hmm. All right, scene's over. <laughs> yeah, same. We, we've right. got the pop-up tents. And, but, yeah. I mean, it's good for those longer scenes, but yeah. it's nice to have that instant just push that button and Absolutely. out it goes right yeah 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 i think an awning that would be instantly out would be way like would be used you drop that a lot mm-hmm. for sure yep even in like not hot weather hot weather if it was like rainy shitty snowing cool. whatever you, you can have that that space mm-hmm. patient care stuff you know like, exactly so you can bring the patient if if they're like walking wounded or whatever, you have to do a secondary assessment, bring them back out of the sun or out of the weather, uh, and now you have that space as well. So, those big inflatable uh, rehab tents, those things mm-hmm. are awesome. The big blower, like for like a bounce castle, this one <laughs> thing goes up. Right. Scary to put around the scene. They have pretty cool. accent mm-hmm. scenes inside this big tent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so nice there. <laughs> yeah, well, a bunch of the pop-up uh, vaccine clinics. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the trucks that were towing all the mm. stuff around. So they're all D and D little trailers. Yeah. Right. These pretty tacked out little trailers with the bags and the tents, and it's a big gen unit and AC unit. Yeah, it's pretty pretty mm. slick. But yeah, when you talk about getting us some real estate for your scene for rehab, though, you know, for us who have smaller budgets, you know, we want it somewhat versatile. An awning is a definitely a good option. Yeah. Fast, like we said, it's a it's a quick deployment, um, and if it's on your rescue, you know your rescue can roll as a backup for other things because I mean, it, like mm-hmm. it can still roll to a grass fire. Even today, actually, that was in my mind, but like I'm in the bush truck, but I'm thinking we should bring the rescue truck out there, so it's got those tents. And again, if we're all out there, I mean, there wasn't many members back at the hall. Now, if another call came in. We should probably have some rescue capabilities out there. I understand our second truck has some rescue capabilities, but I mean it's the rescue truck's better. So, oh, for sure. Yeah, 
And at that point, it was manpower only, which is what they were calling for. Manpower, yes. So yeah. maybe think about, you know, getting that rescue truck rolling next time. Mm-hmm. That's one thing we always talk about it. And uh, we get some of our newer members always ask, uh, oh, well, you know, I wasn't sure if I, you know, should ask to, to roll out in the rescue truck. <laughs> for like for structure fires and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely. Like, get that thing out there on scene. It has a ton of tools that we could use. Like, huh. like if, if there's a rick call, if something goes south, we need those tools. Yeah, those tools are going to yeah. be the one to save you, not, yeah. not the Halligan Marnax. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's good to good to have one every scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This, uh, this heat, though, is crazy. Like I said, but like, the hydration and then not just water, too, right? Like, people got to remember, yeah. like, they start like sliding cold water, but yeah. you want some electrolyte solutions, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mix it up with that water yeah. back and forth. Was it six yeah. degrees in Australia? Is that? Yeah, I did. I know. Marshall commented. Yeah, a while six degrees here, boys. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> I guess it's. They are backwards, right? Technically, yeah, it's winter. They are backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think winter was winter there. I feel like it's getting it cold. Like, I guess. He's like mid Australia. Mm-hmm. Not mid, but like he's not at the bottom of Australia. They don't get like no. snow over there. <laughs> they don't get like snow over there. Um, I, I maybe down in Darwin. Like, not Darwin, no Darwin's up top. Uh, Queensland, maybe down the right bottom, they might get some snow, but I don't, I don't know. Sorry, sidetracked my radio. <laughs> Squirrel. Yeah, I'm sure we'll we'll hear tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get the update. Man. I was going to say, what do you, what do you so guys do? So hard, I think it's great. What do you, I know. Yeah, we're well, beating. It's fucking swassy in here. Um, what are you guys using for electrolyte solution in your uh, waters? Like, are you using a powder mix? or oh, a, oh, there's some oh, powder. Yeah. Or a, there's some powder we were using and it blew up on Grant. Yeah. He was like, well, this stuff just blew up on me. Because I remember mm-hmm. we used to use that squencher liquid back mm-hmm. in the day. Because uh, we're using some uh, Vega. Oh. Sport. And it's, it's really good. It's got a mm-hmm. lot of good stuff for electrolytes and salts. Mm-hmm. and. Yeah. Potassiums and all that stuff. Back yeah, it's, in it's in the bag. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are. I find those are handy because we carry a lot of bottled water around. Yeah. Are you guys still using the gots, like the big no, gots? We no, those in no, forever. Just bottled. They were a little. Around. They were a little. Uh, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. 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 The bottled waters are the best, and then just that way you know it's yours and mm-hmm. portable and the. Um, there's always discussion on engines or for rehab and stuff is a fridge in one of the cabinets of the trucks. You guys remember that? Well, our yeah. newest tender has a cooler, electric cooler. Oh, between the seats? Between the seats and the cab. Mm-hmm. And it's always got some water in it. Yeah, that's right. And our new engine has a uh, climate. Climate control cabinet. So it's not going to be ice cold, but it's going to be climate controlled. So, which would be awesome for, um, um, obviously, some waters. Yeah, but, maybe uh, potentially some, depending on what Narcan needs. Mm-hmm. Um, like, obviously, Narcan wouldn't do the well that well in this heat right now. No, that's the, yeah. So, we can, we'll be able to control it to be in that zone where it should be. Yeah, that's a, that's a big thing, too, when you start talking about FR kits and stuff. Like you don't want it in a cabinet of a truck yeah. in this heat, right? Or the opposite, the cold. You want the cold, yeah. It should be in a cab or in a sealed, sealed place because yeah, your drugs will go bad really, really fast. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I actually swung by our station today and took my kits out of my car and popped them up, and I, I got to check all the the meds before I use them because if they get too hot, it's right. shitty. Mm-hmm. It'll go cloudy and have to dispose of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy how we see such drastic. You know, temperature changes like we we truly see kind of the the the, the two sort of i mean we're not the northern cold here in the winter time but like we got some minus 20s minus 20s yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's still that's pretty damn cold mm-hmm. um to plus 46 47 degrees so we're gonna be super hot next week this is just the start so we're gonna be this coming week's gonna be really hot. Yeah, yeah. I can tell you what I'm really excited for mm-hmm. next weekend. <laughs> weekend. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna have another podcast on the road. <laughs> like we in the field. Yeah, that's right. 
Camping. Camping. So, a whole bunch of rare days, I think, are in our future, which would be good. Um, so what else? Did we talk? We didn't talk about our wildland training. So we talked about it last week. Um, kind we didn't of talk about what we were going went. to do, but yeah, so we, we ran that, uh, which was really in- interesting. I, I think there was a lot of positive takeaways from it. Um, I think the number one thing that we were looking for in that wasn't necessarily the call. It was to get used to that, that bump and like, run or pump and run, whatever you want yeah, to call it. Yeah, sort of the deployment. The different options quickly. that we have, not just throwing in a whole bunch of line. Yeah. The ability to stay mobile, that was kind of the teaching point, I think. I wasn't actually there for the most of the night. I came later because I was in a course. Right. Um, but when I came, from when I was watching the general tone of what we were doing was you know what i know there's calm issues and that wasn't necessarily mm-hmm. um, anyone's pro- problem other than what we, we kind of did it to ourselves yeah <laughs> but um yeah i was watching the guys they were they were doing what i envisioned them mm-hmm. what i want what i wanted them to do which was using yeah. that that pump and run and stuff um using you know having quick deployments of hoses and quick reloads of hoses and yeah just generally staying mobile yeah definitely so we had I would say in total, two, three, four, five, six, seven. What was seven scene? Like like seven spot fire locations. Todd's confirming. Yep, I think so. Right. Yeah. Yep. So kind of starting lower down in the valley, um, we had a uh, um, a road that rolls up the valley. It had like the. Our, our fire in our scenario had crossed over the road uh, we ruled everything on the northbound side of that was uh, black and it was safe space uh, but the, the winds were actually blowing exactly how we were you know letting the fire spread um, so it would then progress up and we were battling spot fires as we went and I know we discussed this last week but for people who didn't listen uh, for last week's we have uh, just like one foot long pieces of two by four or whatever wood. Yeah, very. Could have went a little shorter. Yeah. So you know, once they're in the tall grass, they weren't bad. Mm -hmm. You had to actually walk and search. Yeah. So what we ended up doing down at the bottom just to start it, because there was so much happening that was going on there, is like I spread out 12 pieces. And once the guys got on scene, the first truck, um, I basically said, like, hey, you guys have, like, there's there's 12 spot fires that you have to find. And that was as far as I said, this is the first ignition point here, and it was spreading this way. So they kind of saw the flow path of what would have happened, and they worked their way over. And again, like, we were trying to stay away from that, like, lobbing water. Like, you wanted to be able to get guys right on scene, like, right up to where the spot fire was, and actually do some work. So water, like, directly at it. Uh, get some hand tools there, uh, do a bit of work, and then be able to move on. So um, it was really cluttered where we were to start because that's where everybody's going to be funneling because that's mm-hmm. your fire. But then as things started to progress, that's where the extra manpower, the extra apparatus had to go and respond. So there was another road um, just up up the road from us, which then was the next anchor point that we had to try to protect. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, again, comms went to shit, and that was, like, our fault, not by design. But uh, we had another group back at the station that was working on our second round of first responder training. And in our department, you can hear all of our comms in the hall. So they're here studying, and all night long, they would have had to listen to us screaming back and forth. Redeploy, to, redeploy here, yeah, there, there's a, this, this. for something like this, there is a lot of columns, yeah, right? Parts, yeah. So we ended up saying, all right, everybody, we're going to run on a TAC channel, so we're going to keep everybody out of it. So here I mosey up there, and I'm like, all right, come on up. First, this is your deal. Da, 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 da. Crickets. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so I call Chief Bob, and I'm like, hey, can you hear me? He's like, yeah, like you're on the phone. I'm like, no, how about on the radio? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, I got nothing. I'm like, ah, son of a bitch. I'm like, okay, let everybody know we're going to switch back over to our repeater channel. And then, which still, that doesn't make any sense to me. So how can our repeater pick up the radio that is at the at the hall? 
but our simplex cannot pick up at the hall. The simplex is simplex is line of sight. Yeah, just line Correct. of sight, but it's the repeater finicky. bounces it to the repeater, and then it bounces it back down. And where's our repeater? Up on the hill. Right. So it's going to go from us to the hill. And back. And back. And it still seems janky. Boosted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess there's a boost as well. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it was janky. <laughs> um, so now we're trying to run on two different... radio guys on to discuss radios? Yeah. Is <laughs> well, this is one reason why um, portable, little portable repeaters mm -hmm. are carried a lot on certain command trucks, too. Yeah. Right. Because we have that uh, when we do special events. Um, yeah. Like we'll have, we have a little mobile repeater that sits in one of the command trucks. Mm. Uh, for example, our, our uh, big uh, paramedic bike ride. Yeah. That everybody does when they travel. They have the command truck, the portable repeater, and then our, our chase ambulances and the other support vehicles are all in the same channel. Mm. And away you go. Nice right. and peaceful and good comms. Yeah. Nice. Well, we were not peaceful, nor did we have <laughs> good comms. Once everybody was up on the scene, we were thinking, nah, this is going to be great. Like, we'll just switch everybody over. Like, once you arrive on scene, switch over to, like, from our repeater channel to the jack channel. So they're going to have to listen to about 15, 20 minutes of our, of our chatter, and then it's going to go dark. Yeah. Well, even that was shitty because we started out down in a bowl and we weren't getting that line of sight. So we yeah. still lost a lot of the comms, which... It's good to know mm -hmm. because we were talking about... Because that's what you guys do. You guys switch attack channels, right, when you get on scene? When we're on scene, yeah, for our, our ops. Yeah. So would you switch attack channel when you're on scene of a, of a large grass fire? Um, I guess it would depend on what's considered large. Like, like that, like, that you know, like, even to me, that would be like a medium size. That mm -hmm, thing we that yeah. we set up, but that was more like a medium size grass fire. But obviously, the terrain dictated that the comms mm -hmm, weren't working. Mm -hmm. So for those ones, yeah, it's going to be in the beginning phase. It's going to be command discretion and whether we move to a different fire commission channel or something else. I'm not entirely sure what the call would be. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, hard to say. Mm -hmm. Another reason why it's really good to know where our radios crap out. Yeah, that was a good takeaway for yeah. sure. I mean, it definitely made the scenario-based program there a little bit, bit of a challenge. But we were actually fairly close, but it was just that little bit of a dip mm -hmm. and cut it yeah. right out. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, everybody really embraced the the old pump pump and run. Uh, embraced the the quick hose hose loads. There was some we we kind of gave them some create some creative freedom. Because what, what we did, rather than, like, just give them a bit of a blanket speech and then go and run a scenario, we all went out to the to the bay floor. We grabbed a length of uh, forestry line, and we talked about what we're doing and why. And loaded one for them, showed, hey, this is what we came up with. But I said, like, we are three mines, you guys are 30. So if you come up with something better, try it. Like, this is the time to try it. Mm -hmm. In the shit, like, while you're out there doing this. Give it a go and see what happens. Uh, if it works, great. Use it the next time. If it, if it doesn't work, hey, like we did find that this works. So fall fall back and try this one and see which one you like better. And I saw a couple times guys just looped their hose, um, kind of made a like a accordion lay, and then dumped it on the pump deck, which is nothing wrong with that. And still fast. It yeah. was still fast. Um, so they made that that work. Guys on our rescue truck. Um, seemed to really like the uh, the catwalk yeah, hose, kind of hose bed deal. Yeah. Same same deal there, and uh, yeah, it was it was good. It was it was really really cool to see the challenges, but it was good to see all of the uh, wins as well. So. Yeah, I think the one thing, <clears throat> it's uh, you know, like every situation is different. Like I said, you can't just make a hard fast rule like this. Yeah. Is, this is the way to load it, right? Mm -hmm. Like like you said, you need to have that creative ability to to check everything out and and change things on the fly short little distances short little patrols and pump runs pump deck nothing wrong with that yeah. if you now you got to haul some real estate and then travel a bit maybe not the best because it could slide and get loose the last thing we want to do is, is lose something yeah uh, or have it come off that's where the strap at the back might be mm -hmm. a better option for those ones but again not every option so yeah yeah, yeah like it, if it was that scene that we had to move that short absolutely every time. i just would have left it on the bumper it's fast. <laughs> You're going to be driving, you know. It was a short, short little street. Like yeah. 100 meters. Yeah. But if you're patrolling, 
But yeah, they were yeah, bombing. Up, be, they were bombing up boys about half that, a kilometer. And then, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think it would be difficult for us early on to get the mindset to go that way. I think that would be like once we have attacked the fire at our first location, maybe that's when our mindset switches over. It was actually funny, even today when we pulled up. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, because the guys were pulling the structural line to go attack that grass fire. Yeah. And the grass fire, you know, I could see it was like, ah, they're probably going to get it. Then I'm stuck thinking, okay, if they didn't get it, I could, I'm like at the back end of the truck, I'm like, okay, I could disconnect two and a, two and a half, do what we did, mm-hmm. get, get it ready, and be ready for bumping and, bump and run like quick. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I could have it, like, as an officer, because they're working, they're working their deal. I don't need to tell them how to do their job. They're doing their thing. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. I, could, yeah. I could set up the line, get it ready for them if we needed to move. Obviously, we didn't. But that's something that I could be like, oh, yeah. have it ready for them. And then when it's time, hey, we're, we're moving. We already got the line set up for bumper run. Yeah. That's right. And that's the nice thing, like, with that whole bumper run. Like, that, that's more of the scenario. You like, a bumper run and pumper run? Pump. I found that, I found that uh, PowerPoint we were watching was called a bump and run. Sound more badass. <laughs> Do a quick bump yeah. and run. Uh, bump and run. <laughs> the um, yeah, like like the trick with that, like you said, like if you're just pulling off and attacking something small, just uh, mm-hmm. continue with whatever tactics yeah. you guys kind of do. And same with us. Um, but those little things work really well when you said now you're like because the, the whole purpose of that is you are covering real estate, looking for yeah. spot fires. Like you're gonna find something. Quick, knock it down, reload, yeah. off you go. So oh, yeah. speed and efficiency of water. Yeah, we turned three trucks that aren't normally mobile mm-hmm. into three mobile firefighting units, basically. That's right. Yeah. Two engines and, and the rescue truck turned into yeah. three mobile fire mm-hmm. units. Yeah, I mean, we still have to stop putting in neutral, put in the pump. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Like, they don't need to be the ones. Like, you're not going to be dragging a hundred feet of forestry line behind the truck anyway as it drives mm-hmm. like that's not what that's good, good you know going to be used for um but by the time you deploy it and i, and I think that's why we get away from the um on the pump deck mm-hmm. because like you you talk, brought up todd that while the pump operator is getting the pump ready the guys can have the line deployed mm-hmm. but if it's sitting on the pump deck while the guys are trying to deploy the line now the pump operator has to wait yeah. Line to get off the freaking. It's gonna be in deck. the way, or it could be in a mess beside the truck. Yeah. It gets pulled off yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah. I was watching um, Warren's crew, and it's the other thing. Uh, we broke it down into three man teams. Yeah. So a typical engine, five to six people. This is a three man crew, um, which is awesome because I think that's something that we could also look at on a big fire. Be like, okay, we got thirty people here. We don't need them all on. We don't mm-hmm. need five and six guys on one truck. We could mm-hmm. go get okay, you three. Bring up. another apparatus here. One guy bring an apparatus here. You get two jump on that apparatus with them, spread them out a bit, yeah. And because that gets you that diffusion of resources out there more. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those three guys were ripping. Like so, they'd pull up, pump operator would jump out. He said his said everything as he's climbing up. The uh, uh, nozzle nozzle guys tearing uh, the line off, deploying it. The officers quickly looking. Yeah, over there, over there, over there, pointing everything out, and then the nozzle operator just went through. Yeah. Hit everything. And then they reloaded it and moved. Yeah, and that's a nice thing that we were taught is with that spotter. Like I said, like you can cover a lot of ground. You can, like, cause mm-hmm. when we say spot fires, it, it could be a small fire, it could just be a glowing ember, right? Yeah. So that's why you're out there patrolling and you're covering that real estate. Yeah. And you're looking, then you'll call it out and you'll come and hit it. Yeah. yeah. Like we say, you know, it's a, it's just another tool into a box for certain events. Yeah. So there's different ways to think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> who was uh, who was talking with it Earl? He's like, oh, good thing we got rid of hose reels. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, they're starting to make come back with certain pumps now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I like like I mean, we've got our um, high pressure, low volume pumps mm-hmm. on the forester truck, on the officer truck, which is cool. Um, I like. I really, really like that. I also like the idea, I've been looking online at a lot of forestry trucks, and I, I kind of see both, like where you'll have that, yeah. that that design coming off of one side of a reel, and then like a one inch um, on a hose reel on the other side. You don't have a lot of water on that truck, obviously, but it's enough that you can do a lot of good early. 
So if it's going to be like that uh, quick attack, you can do a lot with however much gallonage you can carry on it. You see what the uh, the tender did? Hmm. Uh, Matt was telling me this. Cause oh, I, cause yeah. We have the, uh, we affectionately call it the flaccid section. Yep. Because we have hard <laughs> section, and then we got this new section line, which is supposed to be a hard section, but it's very, like, malleable, like, mm-hmm. very soft. So we call it the yeah. flaccid section. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's portable, like, it's movable. Like, you yeah. bend it and shape it, and mm-hmm. it doesn't, and, you know, I, I think they said if you, if you pull too hard, it does suck it a little bit flat. Right. Like, more so than a, more so than a regular hard section, but right. not as much as a soft line. It's kind of that, it's kind of like a hybrid. It's actually mm-hmm. kind of cool. It's super easy, it's super light, bends around light. stuff. Yeah, I very, actually, very like, I actually kind of like it. Yeah. Yeah, because it's very rare we're, we're, pump, we're pumping so hard that we're sucking those lines mm. flat. Um, but I guess what they did, Matt was telling me, he's like, on that practice, what they actually did, they, they took that suction, that, that kind of soft suction, mm-hmm. and they hooked it to the discharge. And then, so they had now they had like a, you know, an eight foot length of hose, and they attached an nozzle to the end. Yep. So they had this little mini freaking line that they could bend well, and shape they, and they were filling weren't they filling uh one of the engines with that too i don't know i didn't see that part is that what they were that's doing? right yeah so they would when they would fill an engine they would pump right out of that oh that's where they're coming the so engine. close because i watched how yep. close they got mm-hmm. oh i see yeah so they would use that to fill which great but they could and also then, use it to fight yeah then they also used it to fight and they used some sort of a rescue strap to like kind of loop it back around and then yeah. secured it so it was always ready to go so just smart yeah See, that's, I think that's the importance of not telling people this is how you have to do it. No. Yeah. The book says to do it this way. This is how we're doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, no. It's it's good just being like, hey, guys, just let's go figure this stuff out. Yeah. Off we go. Yeah, it's not, it's not like real fire. Yeah. Up. Absolutely. That's, yeah. yeah, you yeah. nailed it there. I, I completely feel the same on that because it's so dangerous if you just tell one team, okay, this is the way to do it. Yeah. You know, and that's across the board for numerous jobs mm-hmm. whether it's fire service police yeah. law enforcement you know um, ambulance yeah it's there's so many so many different ways to do things and he said you need that creativity like these guys are smart they are type a personalities you know with their command structures and yeah they, they need to be able to adapt like that i think teaching uh, even in general is becoming uh, it's more principle based now mm-hmm. so the principle of it is this is what we need we need a we need a hose we need this we need this Make it happen. Yeah. It's not like do this. Yeah, step do this by exactly step by, step. by step. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some people still like they want to be taught that way, mm-hmm. but really, principle based is probably the way to go. Like mm-hmm. the principle of this is is this, and the yeah. principle of that is that. Yeah. And there are ways that you can kind of like blend those two when you're showing somebody something. Yeah. Like hey, like this is the step by step of how we or I or whatever do this. However, there's many other ways. So as long as we're getting Step A, yeah. B, C, D, E, F, G. These are the benchmarks that have to be achieved. You have to achieve yeah. these. But how that happens, mm. there's so much gray area. Yeah, and as long as you get, like I said, the benchmarks mm-hmm. and the order, if there's a if there's a safety order or whatever. That's right. Yeah. Mm. And, yeah, I mean, that was, that was something really, really cool to see come out of the other night there was guys thinking on their feet, and that was, mm-hmm. you know, what those sort of training scenarios are all all about because it's you know simulated fire and there's there's no true sense of urgency but everybody still like acted like there was like everybody took it serious um and uh yeah they were doing some awesome uh thinking out of the box which is awesome yeah and you're still practicing comms Mm -hmm. you're building that situational awareness Mm -hmm. as far as uh where trucks are going the driving skills the pumping skills the drafting skills transferring skills you know, like there's there's tons of little things that you don't think about that you're actually still doing. Yeah, and then we even still got to sign off two of our new recruits on mm. their wildland. Um, the last of their wildland, they had to dig a uh, guard and operate some portable pumps and bladders, and they did both of that. We're like, ah, protect this house. Perfect. Take me a guard from point A to point B, and blah blah blah. And Grant was actually down there, so we're like, hey, this is what we're looking for to sign these guys off. He said, yep, yeah, got it. So yeah, because he knows. Yeah, he's, he's an instructor he that. Yeah. yeah. So he was like, yeah, yeah, for sure. So they started to do it, and he he kind of stepped in and gave him a couple couple extra pointers, but they were nailing it the whole way through. They're like, yeah, you know, this is what's working. Um, and again, like even Grant was saying, like we don't have to dig too deep, but there was uh, like there's some, some pretty good root systems in some mm-hmm. of our our brush up there. 
Um, and uh, one of our members says, hey, like, if I dig a little bit deeper, I can get this right out of the way. I said, yeah, sure. So even they were like thinking enough to question, like, because he said, hey, like, don't worry about digging too deep. It's more about the wide than the deep. Like, make it clear, yeah. make it clean. Uh, and he says, hey, if I dig this a little bit deeper right here, I can get all of this out of here rather than, like, you know, fighting with this root system. So, sure. So they did that. They got uh, our new portable pump going. Um, we have a new portable pump, new foot valve, which worked really, really well. Um, got it primed. We were having some priming issues the other day. Um, yeah, got both of them rolling. It was perfect. Fired, fired right up. Um, and they got through what they had to do. So that's good. So those, those guys are, they're actually, like, two practices left. One? Yeah, they're pretty close. Yeah, they're, they're really, really close. So that's really exciting. So we've got three, three new members uh, and they will be in July. Um, nice. Yeah. So your next recruitment is starting in July? No, sorry. So these guys will be out of their recruitment phase. Oh, right. And then now you have the fall. potentially welcomed into full uh, membership. Yeah. I don't see how it goes any other way, but unless somebody has a big... Doesn't show up for... Total practices or something? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that would be the only thing that would really stand in their way is just their attendance at, yeah. at this point. So Attendance is key. Yeah. For sure. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> reading messages. All sorts of messages are coming in. Um, yeah, so I alluded to the fact I was on some training. That's why I missed the practice night. Um, so I was on some other training for um, some law enforcement stuff, um, doing some interesting things there mm-hmm. um but one of the things our instructor was uh talking about and he was you know he's a pretty high level guy you know kind of ert ert member um mm. which is the swatish which is swat swatish yeah. swatish swatish <laughs> sounds like it's a country swatish <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so you know he's a high level guy good good instructor um and, but he was talking about um, one of the things we we're talking about um how police fire basically everybody military guys everybody tries to make everything sound tactical mm-hmm. so you come up with all these cool sayings like the bump and run <laughs> you know uh whereas pump and run makes more sense and it sounds not as cool but mm-hmm. it sounds it's what we're doing <laughs> we're pumping and running <laughs> um yeah basically in this course one thing he was really uh on about he was actually uh, talking a lot about principle-based stuff so everything, um, he would always say, because we would be like, well, what if this happened? He's like, well, it depends. <laughs> it was always, the answer was always, it depends. What are you doing, Tom? <laughs> Stand by. Nice. Work stuff. All right. Yeah, that's, it looks, looks like it's work Super stuff. Super work stuff, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Todd just took a selfie of his crotch or something. There's <laughs> <laughs> a little grizzly bear there. There's a grizzly bear. <laughs> well, which is on his shirt. It's, it's a, they're, having, they're having arguments about <laughs> Work uh, heat related again back to the heat heat right. stress stuff. Um, so we're a very policy based organization. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're talking about how to take some of our uniforms. You know, often we're doing calls when we're dying, but still wear you know approved stuff yeah. that looks well. And so, anyways. so you're so, offering up that T-shirt as no. Well, now <laughs> now the smart ass comments are coming out. Well, what's an approved T-shirt? And, <laughs> yeah, nice. So anyways, uh, in this course, so not only was a guy talking about principle-based stuff, but he was talking about um, common English, like mm-hmm. using, using terms that everybody understands on the scene. Because he goes, you can train it, and then as soon as stress gets put on it, mm-hmm. it goes out the window. Yeah. One, and one thing he was speaking about, um, he was talking about buildings, um, you know, similar to how we have Alpha Bravo, uh, Charlie Delta. And um, it's always, like, even in my head when we say it, I'm still like... I'm trying to think. I'm always like, okay, where's it? Okay, where's our alpha side? Because it's like, okay, first of all, where is it? Because sometimes, you know, sometimes it's not always where we, where we think it would be. We would, um, you know, usually it's on the main road, but sometimes mm-hmm. the, you know, it, you drive up to the delta or whatever. Or you're right? on a corner and the apparatus is different. Mm-hmm. So he's like, yeah, because he goes, in, you know, in their crews, they used to run, you know, I think they run numbers. Uh, so, They'd be like, okay, one, two, three, and then uh, the third, the second floor, which is like the Bravo floor, and they, ha- you know, basically reverse of what we do, and 
He's like, and then they'd be like, what? What, what are you talking about? <laughs> so they said, the freaking south side. And then if somebody had been on the south side, they're like, hey, where the where the car is parked? The side the car is parked, that's where we're going in. <laughs> cool. Mm-hmm. So it was very, like, common English stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, he said they found it more fitting when they were, like, when something would touch off. He goes, it was always fine and good when everything was smooth, running perfectly. And you're doing mm-hmm. your thing, you know, everyone's kind of making their pushes and their attacks and... As soon as uh, something bad would happen or something would go not according to plan, it would all. <laughs> yeah. So then mm-hmm. he goes, that's when we're like calling, uh, not calling sides anymore. And he said it. And then sometimes, I mean, obviously, this is, this is uh, law enforcement stuff. He says sometimes the um, um, incident would go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Because then what do you do? Because <laughs> you have the, you know, this building is this. But he goes, then the guy, the person moves to another building. So I started relating that to fire, like, okay, well, not so much on a structure fire, because most structure fires are inside the little box. It's pretty safe, but on a grass fire, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, get the grass fire, and now it moves. When we don't, like, I don't, what do you guys do for, like, you guys don't say, like, what do you, do you guys give it sides? You give it, I, mean, I think we normally no, just, just go by just the, the flank you know, north, side, north, like you know, flank, yeah. north, south. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're big on, like, directional. Yeah, absolutely. But then it's sort of thinking, okay, what happens if it, like, moved and it jumped and it shifted and then it, now it's doing, like, it's not just a square box anymore and now we got, like, a finger coming yeah. off. and it's, Yeah. It's, it gets complicated when you're trying to use all this, all this lingo. It's almost like, like, I get the reason why we use it, but sometimes I'm like, yeah, we go, sometimes we go overboard. <laughs> not, yeah. not even, not us so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're still pretty plain English. Um, yeah. got, our, the fire service has gotten a lot better. Yeah. In our area, anyways. Because, like I said, it, it is a lot more plain English. Um, yeah. Well, even like my organization, like we use a lot of a lot of 10 codes still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a lot of plain English that comes back. But, like I mentioned before, there's there's still some codes that come out and people are like, well, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Because even with us, we don't say, I see from such and such. Mm-hmm. Because I can hear, because I have a radio, I can hear who IC is. Mm-hmm. And maybe I don't want to talk to the IC. Because maybe I can hear where the IC is, but I know the other officer is over there. So I never talk, I say, you know, I just say Ash. Right. I say the guy's name. Yeah. And Ash answers. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. we don't go, we don't have call yeah. signs, we don't have all this crazy stuff. It's like, hey, Ash, hey. <laughs> right. And, you know, he answers me. And, like, so today, for instance, so we had that fire from the transformer explosion and my crew rolls up on the push truck so we are walking towards the tender and the engine so while this is happening scott says ash scott yep go ahead hey when you get there do you want to grab me a forestry nozzle and a forestry to structure adapter yep now chief fob was out on the road he could have orchestrated that for us the truck officer who was running around or the tender officer who was running around doing work could have made that happen but here i am the guy walking up hands free with Mm -hmm. four of my buddies (laughs) ready to do work that makes sense so do the plain english do simple don't tell a story like that's the big thing too like drives me mental when these comms go super long. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, I've decided that we're going to use a bush or a forestry line now, Ash. So I really need the uh, red nozzle, not the other nozzle, the red one, because I really like the red one. Yeah, it's, it's my favorite. Sweet. Yeah. Um, so I need one of those, and I need the uh, connector. <laughs> like, no, you yeah, knew yeah, exactly what I wanted. Sweet. Yeah, we need a nozzle <laughs> and the adapter. <laughs> so we make it happen. Um, but I mean, that's that's the and the jerk off valve and the jerk off valve. <laughs> I can't remember. I can never remember what the foot valve is called. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, give we me had the... somebody call it a, uh, a donkey dink the other day. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, nice. It was Mike actually. We we're, were doing our forestry sim. <laughs> we had we had two hard suctions, and we we're pulling them out to the uh, to the drop tank and the portable pump, and uh, so, so we started handing stuff to guys out of the truck, and he goes, "I got the donkey dink," and he grabbed it and he walked away. I was like. What? Is this like a helicopter pilot term or something? <laughs> Maybe. Dangling down. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think it, I think that's a military term. Because they, they, there was something I was watching, they wanted to get rid of that term. For some reason. Cancel it. 
Jeez, Donkey Dong or Donkey Dink. I don't know what he's called. But I there. cannot remember the name of that valve. <laughs> so it's called. Because if you know what a foot valve is, it looks like you're. Yeah. <laughs> so it really, it really uh, it exemplifies. <laughs> jerk off. It looks like a jerk, it's a jerk off valve. Yeah. <laughs> so guys know what I'm talking about. I'm like, grab it. <laughs> well, that's how you prime it. That is. It, it yeah. works like that. Yeah. You're doing that and works great. Oh, man. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it works. Works awesome. Um, what are we talking about? Oh, plain English. Plain English, yeah. <laughs> so, so we've gone away from plain English now, and now it's all right. Give me the donkey dink yeah. and the jerk off valve. Yeah. Yeah. Probably don't want to get too involved in that because yeah. that gets a little mm-hmm. <laughs> going over the old so. dispatch channel. Yeah. <laughs> what are they using guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on down there? Stupid idiots. So. But that's why plain English is, is so important. Like, there's a time for certain codes and this and that every now and then. And fine, like, if some people are, are still doing that, there's, there's nothing wrong with it. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of times where that plain English, you know, blends into the program and it works very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, like the, whole, the whole point of it is short and sweet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, yeah, the, yeah, they, yeah, they try to get well. too far. Like, it's, it's like anything else. People try to get... You know, they, oh, it's it's working really well. Let's make it work even better. Mm-hmm. And then it gets too far gone. You're like, what? Mm-hmm. No, like I said, clear, concise. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, um, yeah. I mean, comms are the biggest thing that go for shit in a large-scale incident. Yeah. We all know this. Like, this mm-hmm. is number one thing of when you start breaking incidents down. And uh, those first few minutes of everything going on, trucks leaving, trucks arriving, uh, crews getting tasks, safety coming across, right, like, that's when you need the comms clear. Like those that's officers right. need the comms clear to talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, some departments use call signs, like for their members. I oh, know yeah. uh, Comox uses call sign. They call it call, call signs for life. Mm-hmm. So whatever your call sign is, that's you forever. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And it it I, I it's good, but I'm just I'm just wondering how you remember. Like how am I going to remember? I can barely remember my 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 employee number at work. <laughs> I'm not right. gonna remember your number mm-hmm. if I want you. Yeah, and so we're I for sure to be name. seeing it on your helmet. Like, how am I gonna know? How am I gonna remember your three nine six? What? Names. Yeah. <laughs> names. names. Yeah. That seems crazy. Yeah. Crazy concept. Mm-hmm. You know how hard it was to get away from Unit X leaving yeah. the hall yeah. to yeah. Engine yeah. X. Yeah, I mean, we were joking on that course because the guy was saying, oh, yeah, you know, you start getting call signs, and then he's like, so the next thing, he's like, he points at me, he's like, you're the white dove, and you're the angry badger. So then that was our that was our call signs for the rest of the day. We're like, white dove, angry badger! We're <laughs> like yelling back and forth to each other. He's like, you idiots. I smoked <laughs> a dove today. I'm going to the, uh, going to the call in the car. Oh, man, yeah. Came, it's going to be bad luck. Came up around the corner, approaching the hall, and Dove comes flying down like, oh no! Poof! Feathers. Aww. It's just like one of those. Did you sing movies. the Prince song as soon as you hit it? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> that stuck in your head. Like, oh man, I look back, I'm like, yeah, I didn't make it. I got safety down stuck in Carrie's head. Safety? Oh. <laughs> these guys went to the safety village. Oh, yeah. And uh, I messaged Carrie, I'm like, just so you also have the earworm. Uh, and I sent her the safety dance, and she goes, you know, the little, the guys, you know. 80 song but I don't think she knew that was the name of the song she no. goes oh I love that song <laughs> she goes what does that have to do with the safety village I'm like it's called the safety dance she's like oh and now it's in my head <laughs> thanks uh, Modus Modus yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh I think the heat's getting to us yeah, yeah. yeah. where are we at uh, wrap up time oh, that's yeah, where we're at <laughs> yeah so Modus somebody me yeah. Oh, shoot. I've got a box of Modus. You got more stuff? Mm-hmm. We're not giving that away, are we? Heck no. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have an idea, uh, oh. which we will, we, we will discuss. Uh, but it is some, some pretty cool stuff. Um, so some of the things that they offer are your Snyder tool, your force entry wedges, your um, soft entry tools like your shove knife your lloyd tool your j tool um they got their hydrant kit or their hydrant wrench sorry uh they've got some of their uh uh like pouches bags large packs large yeah packs. really nice stuff there um yeah so and a bunch of new colors which is really cool i actually really like the new colors 
very high vis, which is awesome. So the guys are saying they're super popular too with the identifier yeah. stuff mm -hmm. on there. Man, that's next level. Um, so check those guys out uh, if you haven't already. If you like what you see on their social medias, uh, DTFF5 gets you five percent off your purchase. Absolutely. And currently, we have a thing running. Oh, we absolutely. Have three yeah. prize packs running mm -hmm. on the Facebook. Getting a ton of traction. So, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, say thank you everybody for liking and sharing. They're obviously doing it to get free stuff, but uh, we do like to see the uh, involvement. So that's absolutely. good. We, we're uh, uh, loving it, and I mean, if if these things keep going like this, we'll obviously have to uh, look into doing more. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it's awesome. So what is our, I think we're going to announce it. Uh, next week? Next week. Yeah. So Try to go for one more week and then. Yeah, I think we'll announce it at the podcast, but we'll have to, we'll probably call it on Thursday. Because that's the last time we'll oh, be in service. Yeah, probably. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or, mm, yeah, we'll have to call it on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Mobus. <laughs> uh, stop the bleed. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, three things in bleeding control are tourniquets, wound packing, and direct pressure. Probably could have went the other way around on that. But <laughs> 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 um, yeah, but basically that's that's stop the bleed in a nutshell. You can go, you can go, uh, mm -hmm. either go find a stop the bleed course online. Um, oh, sorry, look online to see where the nearest stop the bleed course is and take it, or you can uh, teach to others if you are. Uh, <laughs> EMS, fire, sworn law enforcement. Yeah. And you can check us out on it as well on the YouTube. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's got some pretty good yeah. views. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, bleak.org. Yeah. Yeah. And with some rescue essentials. And if you want some uh, training supplies, uh, go on to rescuecentrals.com. Uh, they've got a lot of great supplies. That's where we've ordered um, my training kits from, and they work fabulous. Um, pretty realistic kits, like the uh, True Clot. Um, I guess what I got. I can't remember the exact term. It's the true clot fake blood, I guess. <laughs> but it's pretty cool. It uh, it activates with the gauze and it'll actually create little clots. Yeah, it's uh, kind of cool when you have it on that way. It's pretty neat. Yeah. yeah, it's very, very realistic. Yeah. So, uh, but also all sorts of awesome kits and, and IFACs and bags and gear. Uh, Rescueessentials.com. Right. Uh, what do you got, Tanner Olson? Uh, yeah, country music out of West Coast, Canada. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're back to doing live shows again. Um, hopefully, it'll happen out here one day. Yeah, it's getting awesome. Open it up. There's lots of uh, yeah, lots of concerts right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we get lots of outdoor stuff happening, and we're moving towards uh, some indoor venues, which is awesome. Yeah, super super excited about that. Uh, I think the biggest thing is I'm excited for seminar. Holy man, like we've been talking about this for. Like literally years now. Um, yeah, I saw a picture of our shirt design. Mm -hmm. I'm like, God, I like that shirt. I, mean, I forgot how much I like that shirt design. Mm -hmm. That no one's actually ever seen. That's yeah. Very, some, some of our guys have seen it. Yeah, it's really cool. And it's funny. So we, for some of our newer listeners, we we are idiots. And we, our seminar, is a three day, um, like one one sort of night, like Friday night is sort of a intro, um, and then two days of training with a. Uh, Saturday night sort of banquet is, is what it was and now it's turned into like an event so Friday night we had like a house band that plays in in our hall for like the intro the whole like meet and greet side of it Saturday all day like live fire training hands on training things exploding things exploding literally we have like a bomb squad that comes down blows their own shit up we blow our our own shit up um and uh awesome awesome day and then we go and do a big dinner uh sometimes there's some awards that are given out uh and then we have a outside party and we have it is highly highly attended we open um we, we we open the gates to not just firefighters so like let's bring everybody down come and have a, a bit of a party with us uh, which is awesome for sundays like early morning live fire training uh <laughs> some, some people are dragging ass a bit but uh, it's such a, an awesome event, and why wouldn't we film a like a four minute movie trailer for this event? So we did that like two years ago now. We'll have to re. Um, We're gonna have to change a couple things, yeah, but still, yeah, some of it. I mean, if 
feels like it's been a thousand years. It was gold. Man, it feels like it's been a thousand years. <laughs> it's, yeah, it is gold. So we're really excited to get that happening. We're going to have to do some updates, um, maybe a couple quick voiceover changes, maybe one or two scene changes. But uh, it is awesome, and we can't wait to unveil that. So uh, seminar 2021, um, watch watch for that. Anybody semi-close by, that's going to be awesome and something you don't want to miss because a lot of us are super excited to get to get back out and train. So, yeah, and realistically, all that's left. What? 2022. 2022. What did I say? Seminar 2021. Did I say 21? Yeah. Sure. Oh, 2022. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely not happening right now. Uh, it gets us out in front of more people, which allows us to continue to do what we are here doing, which is dying in this heat. Which is what we're doing? Swagging or? Swassy. Swag. Swassy. 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 Super swassy. <laughs> hey, big one. To go, go on to Facebook to check out our, um, our swag there. And, uh, our swass. Swag. <laughs> don't, don't, don't check out our swass. <laughs> But uh, nice market for that. yeah, if you have if you haven't followed <laughs> us or or looked, now would be the time because mm-hmm. and then do the like and share etc and tag with uh, the modus stuff. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Yeah, definitely get on there, like. So the contest is like the post, comment on the post, tag a buddy, and make sure you uh, yeah share it. And what? Right. We're losing it. Like, my coffee. like, comment, share, and make sure you follow Modus. Modus. Done. Modus. Wicked. Please, no more for any more. I'm good, man. No. Good night. All right. Good night. Thanks for putting up with us tonight. <laughs> yeah. We applaud you if you're still listening. Yes, we do. As always, stay safe. Stay DTF happy.